You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com um, Let's talk about running backs because you know, for the most part, Bowie Whitlow was our, our powerhouse. Um, he was patient at times uh, but when he got that hole, he would hit it. Uh, ended up with a long of 36 and 114 yards total on the ground, um, even had a catch thrown in there. Um, so you're looking at a pretty solid guy that, I mean, he he did what he needed to, but that that personal foul, <laughs> why? Like, he must have said something about his mama or something. And Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you can, uh, after that, it was weird because after that fumble of his, uh, he turned into a different player. Yeah, you can see the intensity like on his face. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I don't know how many yards he had had to that point, but I feel like it was about half of them. Yeah, and man, he just he just turned it on after that. Yeah, well, I think he. It kind of reminded me of when Mac Jones threw his like that pick six to start off, and from that point on, Mac Jones was he was ready to go. He wasn't afraid anymore. I felt like he was playing a little afraid. And I felt like Bowie might have been a little afraid. And as soon as that happened, he was like, all right, here we go. I've got to prove how good I am. Uh, And even with uh, at least at one point where he went down and I was thinking, oh, crap, I hope his knee's okay. He comes back and still puts together such a a good game. Mm -hmm. Um, So credit to him for coming out. Um, playing for the most part really well. Um, there are even points where you know we put him in at Wildcat, and Bowie does a great job of um, kind of deciphering what to do. Um, and, and that handoff to Shivers and the Booby Cat was oh, so. I mean, obviously Bowie just you know catches the snap and hands it off, but you know that was the play, and yep. they executed it perfectly. If Bowie bobbles it for even a split second, the timing of that play gets thrown off. Um, so it's in the little things that he paid attention to. Sean Shivers took a guy's head off in that. Oh, beautiful. Just fantastic beautiful. run. Um, I mean, I honestly thought the ball was coming loose. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Somebody put a head <laughs> a on the ball. A lot of people thought that. And uh, thank goodness it was not the ball that was flying, and Shivers just manned up against Bama and ran over a guy. <laughs> Actually, I think multiple guys in that play. Beautiful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was great. Uh, wide receivers, what kind of what did you kind of see out of them? We didn't do a whole bunch of passing. Um, well, we did. We had thirty passes, but I mean, fifteen of them were completed. Um, what did you see out of our wide receiver court um, this game? Uh, some cool things uh, that I just want to point out for like the future. Of course, we had you know Seth Williams being the leading receiver, Eli Stove being number two. Uh, a couple of the ones that I thought was pretty cool 
was Matthew Hill. Mm-hmm. He had some some big time catches. Uh, of course, Salcanella in his last. Uh, Schwartz got injured really early. So. Yeah, the very first play, I think. Yep, tough there. But then also, um, I think it was a reception, but it was not called one on the field, and so it stood. But we also had a really good play by uh, Jackson. Shedrick Jackson? Yeah. Shedrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. I didn't want yeah. to uh, mess up his first name. Shedrick <laughs> Jackson. Yeah. And well, that man, was the on one... Bo Nick's birthday, uh, or him Bo making Jackson's that birthday? reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Gosh, I'm messing up my bows right here. <laughs> yeah. On uh, on Bo Jackson's birthday, his nephew to make that awesome catch. And then, yeah. I mean, he, he went down for it, too. I know. And, and it, it's very unfortunate that they ruled it incomplete on the field. Because I think if they had ruled it completed on the field, then, I mean, he, he looked like he had his hands and stuff under it. He so did. He, he I'm amazed. It. I'm amazed that unless they thought his foot was out or something, that's no, the only thing I think. Exactly. I so, still don't understand. That was one of those like uh like against Georgia where it was called completed on the field but then they reversed it which yeah. was ridiculous. Weird. The Seth Williams. That was the same type of play and I was like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. But honestly, I mean officiating wasn't terrible in this game. It wasn't too bad. I mean, I could have seen it really honestly. I mean, I think both teams at points were undisciplined and those penalties were very warranted. Yeah. Uh, it was just honestly kind of amazing uh, talking about the officiating, you know, that first touchdown that Bama had, it got called back. And yep. I was thinking, wow, uh, that was not what I was expecting. I mean, I was like, they when did the officials start calling holding again? <laughs> they, they hardly ever call holding. At least they did on it. an opponent that we play. Yeah. It sure seems like it. Um, yeah. That, that saving fit that he pitched was, uh, him yelling, what am I paying you for? <laughs> you can go back and read his lips. You can see it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I, you mean these wide receivers? Back to um, the wide receivers. The wide receivers were doing their job, at least keeping a. One of the things we were talking about, keep it at least somewhat balanced. And this team, I felt like we kept it balanced between running and passing, uh, and that that kept Alabama at bay sometimes, where it opened up the run where Booby broke some, some long runs. And that, that was awesome to see. Um, and that's all because of our wide receivers. Even even without, at points, even Eli Stove, and then for the whole game pretty much, Anthony Schwartz, I feel like Gus still figured out ways to get our wide receivers involved. Uh, and that, that was just so great to see. Um, even though, he, he, like, the the talent on Auburn's team is very very good at wide receiver. Um, I felt like we could have easily been shut down, um, and and just to keep keep going with it, I felt like it was really awesome. Um, also, before we get jump off of offense, uh, the offensive line we we give them crap all the time. I still feel like they didn't have their best game, but they did enough. Um, we still had 181 yards on the ground. And that's because of the offensive line, you know, blocking, opening up holes, uh, and and not allowing any sacks. Uh, that Auburn is the only team that hasn't been sacked by Alabama this season. So just think about that. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, that's huge. I, I honestly still don't think our offensive line is that great. No, nope. but it it did what it needed to in one game to make it so that 
our team had a chance to win. Um, and, and another good thing, our offense, there were only four negative plays the whole game, like negative for Auburn. And, it, and those typically mean, you know, you hand the ball off, guy gets tackled in the backfield. Only four of those happened that game. And, again, credit that to the offense. Um, and then the another cool thing, so I want to note this real quick. So the offensive line, um, Mike Horton, uh, if you there was a timing, you know, screen route, and it was thrown right to uh, who was it? Anthony Jennings, I think. Um, and Mike Horton was like, "No, you're not catching this," and he just leveled the guy. And I think Anthony was on the ground for a little bit after that hit, but honestly, he probably saved a, like a pick six from Bama. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So man, that that was very fortunate. He was there and uh, laid the lick on him. All right, defense, man. Here we go. Um, they they still allowed, let's see, what was it, like 515 yards? But, you know, I'm okay with it. I, I, I didn't think the defense did that bad. I think it was just Bama's wide receivers are so talented that they just ate up our team. Um, and then not to mention Najee Harris. I mean, you're looking at him. I, I've watched a little bit of him, but – Holy crap. Like he looks like Derrick Henry at m- yeah, moments. Yeah, he is. He's probably the best running back in the SEC along with uh, LSU's number 22. Yeah, for real. So, between both of those, I mean, top running backs in in the SEC and Auburn's faced both of them now. Uh, Najee just kept hitting Auburn and, and it was it was almost like kind of reminded me of like Sean Shiver's run, but if Sean Shiver's was like you know, eight inches taller and had more beef on him. <laughs> so like that was the kind of runner that I saw him as. And it was really impressive. Yep. Um, also we, we mentioned this, but I, I feel like Waddle, like why, why didn't we do more against him? Like, well, there's, there's a couple of things that I thought was weird on this. So one, you know, Christian Tut, he was having some great work on special teams, but yeah, he hurt his knee. Mm-hmm when he had that big return and then continued to play throughout the game. And uh, he, for whatever reason, was like, they, they just kept calling plays to line Waddle up on him. Yeah. Uh, trying to pick on Tut just for the injury. I know. That worked a few times. Waddle's speed separates himself from most players, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it it's just a trying to create mismatches and when you have four wide receivers you have to play against and, and a secondary top notch like yeah they're absolutely. like they're me playing on sundays yeah like they're basically just waiting to to cash in that pro check when they mm-hmm. get drafted and you've got that amount of talent you have to play against yep man and then you have waddle as one of those too i mean hats off to the defense for being able to hold them to what they did so true um and honestly even though we still allowed that many yards, as long as you keep the other team as simple math, but you know, keep them from scoring as many points as you do, you win the game. It doesn't <laughs> or, matter. Or score two pick sixes. Well, that too. The yep. defense, you know, provide the quote unquote offense, you know, scoring power. So those oh, man, Zacoby McLean and then uh I'm blanking on his name. Uh, they got the other interception. Why am I blanking on it? It was uh, Smoke Monday. That's who it was. There you go. 
Got it. I was it. like, I can't remember who was it. <laughs> <laughs> so between, between both, too many huge plays in this game. Yeah, it really was, and it, that's why I felt like I needed to watch it one more time to like digest what happened. Because in the moment, mm. you're thinking, what, uh, what, all like so many back and forth. It felt like a ping pong match going back and forth, back and forth so quickly, um, and I. I don't know. I, it took me a while, even pausing the game today, to kind of digest even things like Smoke Monday and how he he was just ready for it. He was in position and saw that the pass was getting overthrown and just caught it like a receiver did, ran it right in. Um, so great. Um, and there was also points where, like, senior guys that on, on our secondary, like our Javaris Davis watch, um, mm-hmm. A senior, a guy that's been here for so long, and uh, he he was able to have such a good game. Um, he ended up one of the big plays I felt like could have been for Bama was they did a, a double reverse, and Javaris Davis wasn't fooled. He didn't run around and try to tackle the first guy that got the ball. He was ready in place, and uh, Bama only got a few yards out of that play, and that's because Javaris Davis wasn't was in place for that. Um, he also had another great open field tackle where I feel like if he hadn't made that, it could have easily broke for a lot longer um, of, a, of, of a completion. So, you know, props to him too. Um, man, it, this was just a fun game. I'm, I'm glad it's over, um, <laughs> but that was, that was fun. Um, let's talk about the big guys down, down below. Um, Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson. Big Cat Bryant, and the Nick Coe thrown in there too, um, not to discount him at all. What did you see from from our guys that were in the trenches and how they, they played this game? You know, Derek Brown, by being probably the most dynamic player on the defense, he got double teamed multiple times and uh, held a good bit. Yeah, even one <laughs> was he, like the, the, t- the chokehold that I think you had screenshotted of he's – the, the, the way LSU was doing it. Ridiculous. Look, here's the crazy thing is like Alabama's offensive line, they were false starting almost every play, especially like number 70 on the the left end. They were so scared. My gosh, man. They almost every play, like go back and watch the play before they snap the ball. You got the left end moving. Yep. And it – it got called a handful of times, mm-hmm. but it happened almost every time. Yeah, and that's just the power of the line right there. Mm-hmm. And then Derek Brown's up the middle, and he's making things happen, getting double teamed, and still putting pressure on the quarterback. And uh, you know, there are a handful of things, like I said, that you could go back and look at for a highlight reel for him. Just intense play right there, keeping it on point. Yeah. And then all, all the players did the same. Because they all got pressure at their own time, mm-hmm. they uh, from the front seven. They all were able to stop the run in some cases, <laughs> not yeah. always. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We didn't we didn't keep big plays from happening in the secondary, but as far as the the front, and there were a couple times where it was like, "Why do we call that play?" We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, I mean, Derek Brown, Marlon Davidson, Big Cat. I know you have some stuff you want to specifically touch on, but. Just great plays from those guys. And then K.J. Britt, I know you love that guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, before you jump over to the, the to him, I wanted to talk about Big Cat Bryant because Big Cat, 
he may not get all the recognition for this game, but he was the reason that uh, Mac Jones did the pick six where he, you see he just you know gets rushed by a big cat untouched in his face, has to release it a little too soon and goes off his, his receiver's back and then we run it back. Zacoby McLean runs it all the way back 101 yards and he, that was just I mean those are un those aren't going to be the plays that you see or those aren't going to be the stats that you're going to hear about but guys like him made the impact um, that they needed to when they needed to. Where's the forced interception stat? Uh, I don't think there is one but we need to add it. Okay. <laughs> Do you have one? No. No, I'm just saying, like, you have a forced fumble that you can give players, but we need to give Big Hat Brian a forced interception. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a reason why Big Cat, I mean, he's not going to get on it, but that's why I love him. Like, you look at him, the fire in his just ready to go, hit anybody. Um, it's so beautiful. Um, all right, let's talk about special teams for a minute. Um, so, special teams... At, at moments was special, good and bad. Uh, for our kicking game, Anders was so good. Mm. Um, four for four, and all of them were beyond 40. Um, even made a 55-yarder, which you know ended up getting called back, and he would have honestly been five for five. Yep. Uh, but you know, you're looking at him coming into this game uh, where – the the last six times that he's attempted a 40-plus yarder, he's missed. And that's got to be in your head. I can't make a 40-plus yarder. And yet he just pushes that to the back of his mind, doesn't let that overcome him. And he nails every single one of them. Even one of those missed, and we don't win this game. Or it puts us in a weird situation where we have to do something crazy on our last drive. So I'm, I'm very thankful for Anders. He... He played out of his mind um, this game. Uh, another guy, um, Aaron Sippus, uh, he only had a few punts thrown in there, which honestly I was very thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he was in there, he punted away from Waddle. The first one I thought was awesome. He punted it literally like you're told, you know, punt to the sideline or, you know, away from the, the returner. He literally punted it at the sideline. Like I, I don't, I don't know if it slowed down, but like he, I think he hit the sideline where Waddle couldn't even get it. So you're looking at a perfect punt where Waddle couldn't return it. Um, and then there was another one where we were going to punt it to the right, and then we switched and said, "All right, we're going to punt it to the left side of the field." And it, then Waddle shifted over to the left, and then <laughs> he was like, "Ha ha, psych! I'm going to kick it to the middle." And Waddle couldn't get to it. We down it inside the 10. I mean, you can't have a better game for Aaron. Um, yeah, there game. was a lot of chess there from the uh, the man from down under. Yeah. Did not realize he was that good of a chess player, but that was there was some great movement there. I love yeah. that. Well, and then he, him even you know, knowing exactly what to do at the end of the game when we throw him in at wide receiver and, you know, throw in that weird formation. Mm-hmm. He has to be on the same page with Gus, the special teams, to make that successful. And he was there to do what he needed to. Uh, so very impressed with him, um, with what he did. Uh, Christian Tut, let's talk about him, punt returner. Um, he had a great punt return, 37 yards. 
got us into uh, like to, down to the 32 yard line on that one. Uh, and then just a few yards, a uh, few plays later, uh, we score and you're thinking, oh, man, this is awesome. Like we got our special teams clicking. We got our offense clicking. We can do this. Um, so he put us in a really good situation, but Tut fumbled the ball. Thankfully he fumbled it out of bounds, but he did fumble it and, uh, kind of unfortunate there. Mm. Uh, and then we also had a couple of kickoff returns. So um thought those were kind of interesting. Um, we typically don't – I feel like we don't run the ball back all that much just because they end up, you know, kicking where we can't really return it, um, you know, into the end zone and we just fair catch it. But Noah Bignogany had a really good return, um, I think it was out to like the 28, 29-yard line. Um, and then Sean Shivers um, also had a good one. Um, so – you know, you're looking at some pretty good returns there. Um, wish we had broken them <laughs> just like Bama did, but, you know, that's all right. Close. Next Very time. Close. In the bowl game. Um, anything else about this game? Uh, now that we've, you know, sat through the game, kind of processed it, how satisfying is this game? Now that we, we've beaten Bama number five in the nation, we 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 owned Saban this game. And like, how how good does that feel? Man, state champions for 364 more days. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy. It's very satisfying. I can't wait to, you know, get into work tomorrow and, you know, be uh, all the smack talk that I've had this season pay off. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, it's it's great, man. Couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, for sure. I I definitely agree. This one, kind of, uh, I'm I'm glad we won this one just to. I don't know. There was definitely unease even with me a little bit with how the season's kind of gone, but this one kind of just, we, we beat Bama and that, that to our fan base usually means a lot, uh, just because of the pride that comes with that. Um, and we did it. Um, all right, let's shift topics just a little bit. So now that we, we've won, uh, the only thing left is the conference championships, which, you know, Bama's not in, thank goodness. So there you go. Um, and they're out of the playoffs. So, you know, another, Hey, thanks Auburn. Like I've even yeah. had my You're Georgia welcome. friends. Yeah. My Georgia friends are like, thank you. But you know, Georgia's got to do their fight their own battle against LSU in a few weeks. Um, do you want to talk about the, that game, the LSU versus Georgia and kind of talk about a little bit of those, uh, like how, how you think that game is going to go down? Uh, yeah. Uh, Tinfoil hat says Georgia wins even without half their team either being, you know, out because of personal fouls of smashing a guy's head up against a, you know, side of a stadium and whatever. But yep. uh, the only way for the SEC to get two teams in, especially with us, you know, rocking the boat and making a little chaos by knocking off Alabama, is for Georgia to win this thing. Now, if you look at, you know, the most recent game that the two teams have played, Georgia played Texas A&M. They barely won 19-13. to 13. LSU played Texas A&M, beat the crap out of them 50-7. to 7. I dare say that LSU will wipe the floor with Georgia <laughs> if this is a fair fight. Yep. I, but I you never know. Right. You never know. So we'll have to see what happens coming up. But, man, uh, it'll be interesting. Tin Hat says... Uh, says that Georgia somehow wins this game so that the SEC can get two in and keep out, 
you know, whoever wins either the Big 12 or Pac-12. Yeah. But I would love to see LSU just wipe the floor with yeah. Georgia. The the thing that I think Georgia can definitely cling on to is their defense is really good, and I feel like they can stop LSU, um, at least slow them down. I don't know if they can slow them down as much as we did, but, I mean, if you, you slow them down just a little bit, um, they they can they can keep the game pretty close and uh, I mean that that could be the what happens Georgia wins you know in a last drive uh, that kind of thing but if it starts to be like a shootout like the Iron Bowl ah, Georgia's out of it <laughs> I just don't see it because of uh, not only you know Pickens who you know picked the wrong fight it was <laughs> they're they have a couple of injuries at wide receivers. Like Swift already, is down. Wide receivers are down. It's just, that's going to be tough. Jake like, from State Farm looks bad. Yeah. I mean, just think about, what was it a couple years ago when Auburn made the SEC championship? We had carry on, what, 60, 70%? Yeah, we had a handful there. of injuries. It was and not the same team that had played them a few weeks prior. Exactly. And you got to be thinking, Georgia's not not ready to go, and LSU's ready. They, they're full steam they're about i mean you almost have to think lsu is gonna blow this one out and win 40 to 10 or something they should um do you have any score predictions for this one uh how do you think lsu is gonna do against georgia uh let's say 50 to 7 okay 50 to 7 all right (laughs) i I I would love that all right is that your just like wishful thinking yes that's my wishful thinking (laughs) i just hate georgia okay if Georgia wins, what what do you think the score is going to be? They'll win by like a single point or by a field goal. Okay, is it going to be like a twenty-one to twenty-four kind of thing? Mm, I don't want Georgia to be able to hold LSU to the same that we did. So yeah, I'll say it's like thirty-one twenty-eight. Okay, that's fair. Let them duke it out. Some SEC officiating can go and penalize LSU for no reason in a couple yeah. places. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that, but man, I mean, even ESPN right now, their Power Football Index is giving uh, Georgia about a forty-four percent chance of winning. That's a little bit higher than I want to honestly put them at, but you know, who knows? Who knows? Look, even a full like high-powered Georgia team would not have a fair fight against LSU at this point in the season. Hmm. So look, LSU, they weren't that great early on, right? Yeah. Then when they played us, we held them to their lowest percentage. And when I say they weren't that great, they were scoring the crap out of everyone. Oh, absolutely. But the defense looked terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Their defense wasn't that great. <laughs> their, their offense has been hitting on all cylinders all year long. Yeah, all year. But not a complete team when you let Vandy score 38 on you. <laughs> but then, like, Ole Miss still put up something similar like that. Yeah. So the... The attack by Georgia with like either rushing or passing should be able to put some points on this team, mm-hmm. right? But who knows, man? They just held Texas A&M to seven points. Yeah. And it seems like when you look at the two and where they're at in their season and how they're doing as far as their team strength, LSU is ahead and some shoulders above where Georgia is right now. Yeah. You got to think. I mean, like, I don't know. I just have a feeling this game – is going to be like the 40 to 10 or 40 to 17 kind of score where LSU just starts scoring and then Georgia just can't stop them. Yep. 
Um, all right, let's talk about the uh, the bowl and, and for Auburn and, and how this might go. Um, so after the SEC championship, you know, it's bowl selection Sunday. So a few of the bowls that I, I've heard are the Citrus Bowl, the Outback Bowl, and the Gator Bowl. All three of them are in Florida. Uh, I'd take them. I'd take any of those, honestly. Um, and probably it sounds like we'd probably face off against a Big Ten opponent. So I don't know. It sounds pretty interesting. Even one of those was, uh, I think, against Minnesota. Um, I so. would love to play the Golden Gophers. That would be pretty fun. That would be a different matchup than uh, something I don't that... want to play Wisconsin. <laughs> True. True. I'd I'd be willing to play Michigan. Okay. That would be an interesting matchup. I do not want to play Wisconsin. Yep, let's not. I let's hate not playing play. Wisconsin. Let's not play Wisconsin. Even though, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, the Wisconsin team this year, uh, stout defense and a fantastic running game, we would shut them down when yeah. it comes to the running game. So I think we could still win that game fairly easily. The mm-hmm. defense is interesting, but it's Big Ten. So, I mean, yeah. But I hate playing Wisconsin. Yeah. So don't put us in that stupid game. That's right. I'll play exactly. in any bowl game that's not against Wisconsin. Yep. I'll I'll take that. Um yeah, we'll we'll do our bowl preview show um and then also just announcing what it's going to be when when they announce it. So we'll do a, a show about that um come next week. So be looking out for that one. Um besides that, I, I, we normally do it in our preview show, but I wanted to throw this in here just for the last few minutes of the show. I know this one's a long one for you, but uh, what do you what do you think about the the whole SEC and how they did in rivalry week over the last um, put on those orange and blue glasses we're going to do it the Auburn fan perspective on the SEC what did you see out of this this last week man there was uh, some uncharacteristic unsportsmanship <laughs> yeah yeah that, to say the least so some of the ones that I think were probably most uh, eye opening uh, let's start with Georgia. And Pickens. So Georgia <laughs> played their rivalry game against Georgia Tech, which, like I said earlier, is not a rivalry because Georgia always wins and Georgia Tech is garbage. But, yep. you know, Georgia Tech has gotten their onesie twosie in there at some point in time. So, you know, whatever. That's fine. And Pickens, they get in a, a little fight in the end zone and just starts wailing on the guy. Like, yeah. and here's the thing, dude. Like, you wear a helmet every single day when you practice. <laughs> You know how thick these things are. What are you doing? Punching him with a helmet. What are you doing? Yeah, You're right? an idiot. <laughs> so then he's wailing on him, punching him with his helmet. And instead of, you know, someone breaking it up, they just continue fighting. He's like throwing them on the ground. They're rolling around. He picks them up. He like smashes his head into the side of the stadium. It was insane. Like, yeah. that's not unsportsmanlike. That that should be like penalized <laughs> from the NCAA. You're so <laughs> like, true. That should be a suspension type. What are you doing? I don't what are understand you doing? That yeah, <laughs> that's not a you know push them or whatever. That's that's unsportsmanlike. Mm-hmm. What they were doing was like a brawl. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was thinking. It looked more like a a fight in a pub. Yeah. Versus oh, I'm just gonna like you know throw a punch at you. Like I you know, I, I'm on the same boat as you. They got they've got shoulder pads. They've got face mask they've got a helmet they go head to head against each other and you're thinking oh i'm gonna punch him in the face what 
this dumb. They <laughs> essentially got armor on, <laughs> and you're trying to punch them. It's just dumb. Uh, yep. The other unsportsmanlike like one that I noticed was oh, the egg ball, and this was the most ridiculous of them all. Um, <laughs> and my, well, I don't know. Punching is pretty ridiculous, but well, this one was ridiculous the, in its the own celebration. Way. It was stupid. <laughs> the I've heard this name for for this game it's called the piss miss the piss miss <laughs> it's just so perfect because you know you haven't seen the highlights of it uh so almost scores a touchdown to you know tie it up if they make the pat and uh who was it that did it elijah moore for almost starts like you know acting like a dog and then like you know quote unquote peeing on the end zone of mississippi state you know in celebration or whatever very I don't know. Very, very bad. Very bad taste. And because of that, personal you know, foul gets called. Now Ole Miss has to make a 15 extra. Or, yeah, they push it back 15 extra yards. He essentially has to make you know, a long point after attempt. And you're thinking, uh, this is just setting itself up to be Ole Miss is about to lose this game. Yep. And sure enough, he misses it. Deserved to after that. <laughs> and then I heard things like Olmus pissed that one away. And I was like, oh gosh, the puns in this game are so good. And that was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just what a what a crazy start to the football weekend. Yeah. Um and along with that one, just being Ole Miss versus Mississippi State, uh Ole Miss just had their coach fired, I think right before we started recording this on Sunday night. So him a little bit, bit of history on him. He was the interim head coach in 2017 or became it because Hugh Freeze was forced to resign um, in the past three seasons. He's gone 15 and 21. So, you know, when when they've been on under such restraint from the NCAA, I don't think that's that bad, but maybe they're hoping for something better. Um, so maybe they're looking at it as they, they he lost the team, yeah, whatever. But I was honestly a little shocked that he was he was fired. But you know, Ole Miss is going to do what they want to do, and uh, maybe they they have their eye on a another coach that can hopefully bring them back. Um, you know, good luck to them. It's yeah. going to be uh, there's there's a lot of teams that need coaches this year. So mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, I bet you Matt Luke has his pick of locations. Um, he may not go to like a SEC type school, but I mean there's there's going to be other positions open where I think he he might be a, a good fit. I mean, I, he's not honestly like the the top level kind of coach, but I mean, he's he's proven himself that he he can at least take a team that is very depleted because of NCAA violations and make at least somewhat of a team out of it. Shock yeah. some shock some teams. So, uh it can happen. Uh another one that I noticed was uh, Missouri beating Arkansas. Um and then Missouri getting fired or their coach getting fired, Barry Odom after four years. So, you know, there's another coach on the shopping block that just got chopped. Um, he had been there for four years. His record was 25 and 25. Uh, not great. <laughs> um, Missouri's definitely seen brighter days. And just to think Kelly Bryant over there is just, man, it stinks for him to have to go yeah, all the way go to the CFL or the XFL or whatever. Yeah, you're probably right. I hope he makes it to the NFL, but if he, I don't think he has the no. I don't think he has that quarterback it factor that the NFL is looking for. Um, so the Tennessee Vandy game was crazy. Yeah, there was another personal <sighs> foul there, uh, hitting a guy out of bounds, knocking his helmet off, and then stomping on his face. I mean, way to go, Vols! 
right when I right when I was thinking you were okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, now now you go and do this. Yeah, and the crazy part about that one was apparently Juwan Jennings, who stomped on the Vandy's player on his face, literally with his cleat, just, un- just uncalled for, bro. He he apparently you know he's been the good kind of guy that on their team, and after that, I mean, <laughs> that that's gotta just you know take whatever respect people have for you and just. All right, you gotta you gotta earn back my respect. From well, this here's the thing: on. he's a senior playing on senior night, yeah. and does that? Yeah, that just killed your legacy, guy. Yeah, really. Are you stupid? Yeah. Uh, and then Clemson beat South Carolina. Yeah, like a drum. <laughs> yep, thirty-eight to three. Man, Dabo's uh, comments after that game were hilarious too. Okay, g- give me a few of them. Well, he was just like, you know, Georgia goes and loses to this team. And then they're like, well, how can we keep Georgia in? And we go beat the crap out of them, and they're still trying to decide how can they keep us out. And I'm like, yeah, Davo. <laughs> but he said he said they hate us because we don't play nobody. And I was like, are you hating on your own schedule yeah, and right? conference record? Like, That's... Come join the SEC if you hate mm-hmm. playing the ACC and having an easy path. I mean, we'll swap with you because you, I know you, oh, you want to go. I will swap right away. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's go own the ACC and go to the playoff every year. That'd be great. Swap a swap a tiger for a tiger. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, one. I mean, we honestly haven't heard much about Clemson this year. I haven't seen many highlights. I haven't heard. I don't know. It's just been weird. Well, um, they beat Bama in 2019. Yeah, Alabama's been beat by three different tigers. Yes, we we you know hold on to that one. Yeah, that and then right uh, there. then. They almost lose to North Carolina at some point. That's the last time I heard about them. So yeah. they've just been taking care of business week to week. It'll be interesting to see them in the playoff. I, I one, look forward to seeing who they're matched up against. And, two, uh, I would love to see them just come out and wreck havoc to show yeah. that they are you know, who they were last year. I think they definitely still have a lot of the same building blocks. I mean, yeah. granted, they don't have all the players that stayed behind to win a national title, but I don't think they're a pushover. No, I don't think so. And they'll definitely hold their own uh, in the playoffs, barring them losing in their ACC championship against UVA. Uh, <laughs> One thing about UVA there, winning the uh, Coastal Conference, is they beat Virginia Tech for the first time in 15 years. That's crazy. Every what year that so I long? lived in Virginia, because they're terrible, because they suck, <laughs> and they double dribble. Yep, they do. So, uh, you know, double dribbling out on the football field, which they still do. It doesn't make any sense, but, you know, <laughs> you can't make a lot of sense from the Wahoo gentleman fishes. Yep. Uh, but UVA, every single year when I lived in Virginia, I wanted them to beat Virginia Tech to just shut them up. Yep. Every single year they failed. Because and castrated still... turkeys, a.k.a. Hokies, suck. I've learned that from <laughs> you, Ben. They are so bad this year. It's fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, the... The conference championship there, at least from the coastal side, the division, uh, is won in the last game on uh, Black Friday. So that was fine. Yeah. Um, another few games, just to talk about them uh, for for the SEC. So uh, Kentucky beat Louisville. Uh, they, you know, dominating the the weird stat from this game it, with, you know, Kentucky putting up 45 points. They also had... 517 yards rushing. Kentucky had 517 <laughs> yards rushing. What the heck? And and they only passed, only attempted to pass the ball twice. Had one hey, completion. 
when it works, just stick with it. But I'm okay with that, especially when you got a third string quarterback and he, I mean, he can pass, but if he can run, I think he almost had 300 yards of rushing. Uh, Lynn Bowden, man, <sighs> beautiful. Louisville beautiful. is not who they were when they had Lamar Jackson. That's for sure. Not even close. Um, and then, uh, LSU beat Texas a and we kind of already like mentioned that drum. one. 50 to seven. Um, and I mean, I think you said it before, but LSU is really sending a message to Georgia. Did you see Joe Burrow's uh, uniform on Senior Day? Uh, no, I don't think I saw that. What was it? It was instead of B U R R O W, it was B U R R E A U X. Ah, really? Yes, it, he wore he, a custom jersey that said oh, Burrow, man. but the way that they say go. Yeah, and man, so. No one knew who this kid was until really this year. Yeah. We knew he transferred from Ohio State or something like that. I'm, I think that's right. But, man, for him to come in and just take over LSU and be the kind of, like, LSU hero that he is at this point, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome for him, man. Oh, I agree. Like, I hope he wins the Heisman and wins everything. Yeah, I hope he gets a statue down there in Baton Rouge. <laughs> That'd be great. They can put I, they can put his name spelled differently yeah. on that too. How awesome would that be? <laughs> but he like he came out. They have a really cool video. I just go look it up somewhere where he had this like entry in high fiving people and then going yeah. and like saying thank you to the fans in the middle of the field. That was pretty cool. Yeah, um, you can tell even though he's he's not a native Baton Rouge guy, he's he's definitely fitting in over there. Um, pretty cool to see their success over there in LSU. With, I mean, now he that, just needs to learn the talk, yeah. right? Just, yeah. <laughs> that was He's thank gotta, you fans. Yeah, yeah, that was thank you fans for my senior year. <laughs> um, all right. Um, and then the very last one: uh, Florida beat FSU forty to seventeen. Not a big shocker there. FSU sucks, and. Uh, I kind of hope we get to play FSU in the near future while they suck. So, I would love a rematch. Yeah. But, of course, you know, how, how things go with Auburn fans and how Auburn – like, we, we can plan out years in advance. Like, for example, the Oregon game. Years in advance, we're going to play you. And then by that point, the team They're comes – They're fantastic again. Yeah. I mean, it, hey, it helps our strength of schedule. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to – it's not bad. I mean, we're not but, scheduling Duke, so, you know. Fair. I'll take it. That's true. Put them on the schedule. Um. Ben, anything else uh, before we get out of here? Anything more about the Iron Bowl or uh, what you saw around the SEC? Uh, I guess one sombering thing. Uh, you know, Pat Sullivan uh, heard the news that he passed away this morning. Yeah, on Sunday uh, morning. That's rough, but, you know, the mark that he left on Auburn and uh, just being a true Auburn man, and uh, I hope he got to see, you know, the, the Iron Bowl and is up there with Rod Bramblett. Yeah, you know, smiling down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that for him to be such an Auburn legend and be a Heisman Trophy winner, come back to Auburn every so often, you could just tell his love for Auburn ran deep. Um, he, he kind of put Auburn to some extent on the map uh, after winning the Heisman, and this battle that he's had with cancer the last uh, like sixteen years. Um, he's been even coaching in the middle of all that and yet he's still fighting on um 
and then the cancer just overtakes them is really unfortunate. You got to, I mean, we'd, we'd be remiss. If we didn't send our thoughts and prayers uh, to him and his family for just the, the loss of, of his life. I think he was only 69 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, tough to see a guy like that go who uh, meant so much to a lot of different people. Yeah, but I think he would want us just remember, you know, his legacy. Yeah. And uh, what he's left behind. And that is a team that's beaten Alabama, man. Mm-hmm. And he's yep. part of that. Yep. And have a statue out in front of Jordan Hare. <laughs> that's right. So he's got that, too. Um, man, before we go, do you want to give me your social media contacts so they can reach out to you if they need to? Yeah, you guys can find me anywhere on social media at B-E-N-K-1-N-G. And uh, on game day, I'll still be watching, you know, everything that's coming up. And then Selection Sunday at Captain Plainsman. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter as well at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. We beat Bama. Bama. Beat Bama. We beat it. We beat Bama. Bama. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?